Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. How slow was it for you? Your fall? Uh-huh. You fell so slow. It was almost... Have you ever seen the movie where a Secret Service agent dives in front of the president as a bullet is being shot and everything goes into that? Mm-hmm. That's how slow you fell. Bullet time? You, Yeah, you fell in bullet time. I watched an episode of Golden Girls in my head on the way down. <laughs> you had that much time? <laughs> I had that much time. It was the second only to the time that I fell into the campfire. Again, so slow. The first time you and I ever went camping and I like got up and tripped over a rock and like just fucking fell. Nailed your chin. Yeah. You're a slow faller. I'm a slow faller but honestly that time like it was dark we've been sitting around the campfire there was whiskey involved all sorts of stuff this was just like on fairfax we were walking just walking and you had enough time (laughs) as you as you tripped over the crack and your ankle bent a little to the side yep it was like ace ventura when he does the instant (laughs) replay you know where it's like oh no 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 ah that's that's how you sounded that's what it felt like i'm glad to know that it was um that watching it too because i i felt like i my my ankle happened and then i was like whoa 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 for like i mean i hit there was an iron railing that i hit i slammed into that i actually did a full 360 you'd spun i put a hand down and then when you kind of reenacted it for me you said that it looked like i just like put my hand down and kind of lowered myself onto the ground (laughs) yeah it was like that you were just kind of like gently rested yourself onto the sidewalk yeah i don't know why i'm repeating you that's so fucking funny it was so um yeah the slowest faller you are such a slow faller yeah it's it's crazy too because if we got that on camera and you slowed that down like 10x uh like there'd there'd be like other things in the background that were happening in full time like somebody eating a whole bowl of pasta by the time you land to the bottom like that guy caught the bus the bus pulled up he got on the bus and the bus left (laughs) (laughs) between the time that i started falling and finished falling the guy was like on Route 16 heading downtown. I swear to God, we were in front of that fucking bus stop. And immediately, like when I finally looked <laughs> up and was like, oh, God, did anyone see that? Of course, you saw it. And I was like mortified because you saw it. But, you know, I trust you to like not make, make fun me of feel... you and talk about it on the pod. Yeah, exactly. I trust you. But, oh, no, I was like, how bad is this going to be? In in non-pandemic times, I, that shit would have been on someone's instagram story or something absolutely are you okay i didn't even ask because i was laughing so much i forgot to check in (laughs) i mean yes how could you hurt yourself when you fell like a leaf leaving a branch like a 200 pound leaf (laughs) (laughs) cruising back and forth through the air i felt like wily coyote like anvil style except just so slowly like if an anvil was a feather it was crazy are you okay I am okay. Yeah, of I just course. have realized. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm fine. My elbow is dinged a little bit and I'm kind of sore, you know, like I did a hard yoga class or something. Mm-hmm. But I realized when I went overboard in Alaska on the fishing boat, the whole thing happened very slowly. And I'm <laughs> thinking back to it now. 
And I'm like, oh yeah, I thought just like, you know, in hindsight, like the whole thing felt like it was slow. I think actually I probably fell into the water very slowly. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I'm a slow faller. You are the slowest faller. I wonder if anyone else out there has seen a slow faller or is a slow faller themselves. Yeah. Hit us up. Yep. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? You're a slow faller. How are you? I bounced on the way down. I'm doing okay. Thank you. I've got some padding, so I jumped right back up. Um, Welcome to Weed and Grub, everybody. (laughs) Hosted in part by one person who... It's the slowest faller on the planet. Yeah. Will you say the intro this so I can keep laughing? This is a podcast about cannabis, comedy, cooking culture, calling shit out, and going down like you have all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like if Ben Stein's voice was a fall. He, yeah, he would have narrated it. It was, yeah, there was like a whole, it was an episode from start to finish. It was mm-hmm. like she, the, the ankle hit the crack and then there was the fence involved. The bus came and went. Someone ate a banana. <laughs> a litter of kittens was born in a neighboring alley. <laughs> like so much stuff happened. Oh shit. And I, you know, I was like, yeah, I was a little bit high, which helped me. Maybe that's why I fall slowly. It's like the, the sort of cushioning effect of cannabis in my uh, system. I'm not sure where you're going with that justification. I mean, well, if you're drunk, I think you fall fast and you hurt yourself. If you're stoned and just coming back from a lovely evening walk, as I was doing with you, yeah, um, you go down easy and and it's just fine. I see. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going with. Okay. Weed cushioned my fall. Thank you <laughs> for all of the wonderful things. In addition to um, helping my joints stay intact. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Whoa 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 whoa. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy right. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. It's the week. Yeah, it is. It's it, a nice week. I love this week so much. Yeah, it's a good. I'm really excited. I've been plotting and planning menu items. I'm excited to eat food with you. Let's go into it. What's your favorite part? Is it the planning? Is it the cooking? Is it the mm. eating? Is it the leftovers? Is it the friends? Mm. What what brings you the most joy about uh, the week of Thanksgiving? I would love to turn that around on you because, uh, as we know, I had to call a Canadian about uh, my own Thanksgiving experiences last week. So I mean, the Doughboy fans came for you and you clapped back. Yeah. So, you know, I, we'll see what happens next. Well, and shout out to Lauren Wilson, who um, is the author of a wonderful book called CBD. Yes. Fellow Canadian got in touch with us to give her a, uh, give us a copy of her book and also to say she is a Canadian who can back Allison up and back me up and say that her experience of Thanksgiving was also not the same as American Thanksgiving. Let's leave it at that. Same with Tyler Lemko. Right. Who, um, what was Epic Meal Time? He yeah. was part of the Epic Meal Time crew. Yeah. And he's a Canadian. He's like, yeah. It's no. just different. It's at a different time of year and it doesn't mean the same thing. But, you know, we'll leave it at that. We're talking about American Thanksgiving now. I would like to know what your favorite stuff is. My favorite Thanksgiving is mm-hmm. I come up with a menu high. I love grocery shopping high. And, you know, it has that special little twang to it when there's a holiday involved. But mm-hmm. right, grocery shopping high is the best. It's you just throw, best. throw stuff in your cart. You find new srirachas that you've never expected or seen before. And yeah. you need to try them. And what I I feel like Indiana like, Jones. Everything also, like, also right now is, like, less populated because they're just being more careful about letting people into the stores. So, so there's just a little more space to, like... Enjoy your stone experience, I feel like. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I got lost in the salad dressings the other day. It was so oh, fun. That sounds kind of sexy. It was, yeah, it's <laughs> fucking wet and wild. It was great. Um, I love cooking on Thanksgiving, but what I don't love about cooking on Thanksgiving is everyone wanting to help me. 
Oh. I, I, I don't need to change my routine and have people poke and prod in my business. I mm-hmm. just want my time in the yeah. kitchen with my headphones in, listening to DJ Snake. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird, I mean, awesome choice. I, I love Like, it. what are you, like, taking Molly and just, like, banging out in the kitchen <laughs> with your, toasting your pine nuts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my teeth are grinding Fantastic. while I'm... <laughs> while I'm just like straining mashed potatoes through a fucking sieve or whatever those things are called. Uh-huh. Um, what are they called? A colander? A ricer? A potato ricer? A oh, ricer, yeah, mm-hmm. a ricer. That's it. I, I will say, on, on the I'm just thinking about the toasting nuts and like people leaving you alone kind of thing, it does always, like someone always wants to handle the part of it that you really need to handle yourself. Like they want to like mince your garlic or, you know, slice your scallions or toast your nuts and they never do it the way that you wanted it done. And it's rude to tell them that. And so it's just always like better off to just, no, stay in your, go over there, have a glass of wine, talk to me, maybe. No. Across that you don't want to be talked to. I like no. being, I, I like when someone grabs a glass of something and they stand and chat with me while I do the stuff. Oh, see, my sweet spot for Thanksgiving would be to invite people over when it's time to eat and uh-huh. not before. Okay. I want full solitary control over every aspect, and then when it's time to engage, it's because y- you weren't a part of anything that you could have ruined. So you invite people over to be by yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. And then you just poke your head out of the kitchen and like give them something and then go back, and in, the go back in the kitchen. And go back in the kitchen, yeah. Great. So this year it's you just don't have the people involved. I, I have gonna... clubhouse rules <laughs> where no one's allowed in the clubhouse except me. Uh-huh. Yeah. My fight club is a fight club of one. Okay. And it's me with my own brain yelling at each other nonstop. Like, idiot, why did you do that? And with and then the other fight inside my brain is, damn, that's really good. You're a, you're amazing, Mike. Good job. And it's, it's a fight club of one up inside this dome. Great. That sounds super chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why nobody should come over. Um, I, I love grocery shopping. I love cooking solo. Um, the eating, I don't really like eating with people on Thanksgiving because of the cultural pressure for everyone to mmm and compliment. Oh. It, it always rings false because even if it is delicious, it's like, how can you trust it? I hate the, oh. the social semantics of when you have to eat something that somebody else prepared because mm-hmm. you have to say nice things about it or you make something and then they have to say nice things about it. That to me is one of the worst feelings in the world. Like a forced, forced into being Mm. nice about something when you don't Mm. want to. Yeah. Or, Oh gosh, what is, did you, how did you, wow. It's so. (laughs) Oh, when you like ask how they made something and you're (sighs) like, I know how you made this bitch. You stirred some marshmallows into some sweet potatoes Uh and like, Put it on 350 for 10 minutes. And it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> wow. Let's talk about sex or something. Okay. You know what I All mean? Right. Like, uh, that's the part that drives me nuts with the holidays is these social mores of mm. of everyone feeling they need to fill the space with compliments because that's what you saw in Home Alone or some sure. shit. I Small hate talk. That. Small talk. I hate yeah. that. Thank you. Um, but leftovers, again, solitary. I love right? the midnight Hawaiian roll mashed potatoes with stuffing with turkey with gravy between a two hawaiian roll got it you know keep my head in the fridge crayon any crayon in there um 
a little I, I have never really color? had I've never had crayon opportunities. Okay. Honestly. Hmm. It's not something that was ever around our table because no one would eat it. And so I think it got nixed from the whole vibe. This is thinking further ahead uh, to Christmas, but my family does a goose at Christmas because my dad grew up in um, England and always had to get goose. So he passed that on to us. So a hot goose sandwich with some crayon. What do you like mean the, hot? Like the meat's hot? Yeah. You heat up the Ooh. meat and you don't toast the bread or anything, but you heat up the meat and the gravy and then you just make a big sloppy sandwich and you pour the gravy over it and then you always add some cranberry sauce and it's like That sounds crazy delicious. delicious. It's so crazy. I look forward to Christmas for that. Yeah. like hot goose sandwich leftovers situation the day after Christmas. A wonderful leftover sandwich. That's the yeah. other one. I want to I want to see and hear everyone's leftover stitches. Yeah. Show us your leftovers. Show us your leftovers. This year is going to be so interesting because I think, you know, so many people are doing little modular, not traveling and doing Thanksgiving for one or two or, you know, whoever is just in your household. So I think it'll be really neat. Like I read this cool uh, recipe designed in the New York Times cooking section for just two. Like how do you do all of the flavors that you want of the turkey and the green beans and all that kind of stuff. But like, you know, delicious and just for two. And the dessert was really exciting. I think it was like a pumpkin bourbon bread pudding of some kind. And do you still like, have access to the internet so that we can find that recipe and give it a go? What do you mean do it still have access to the internet? Yes. I was just, I'd love to make that. It sounds oh. delicious. Oh, yeah. Okay. We could make it. Yeah, let's do it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Obviously, I can't handle the holidays and I get weird as shit and stressed out. So Yeah. Well, does weed help you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Green Wednesday. I fucking know. Isn't that... Thank God. Right? Truly, thank God. I was just reading uh, on the internet, which I do still have, that... um, Green Wednesday, which was sort of invented in 2016 by cannabis retailers as a, an answer to Black Friday for all these cannabis businesses, and it's hashtag Green Wednesday, is um, second only to 420 as the biggest weed-selling holiday. And last year, uh, sales on Green Wednesday, I think maybe just in California, I'm not sure exactly where the stats were from, but were 90% up Whoa. over any other Wednesday sales wow. of weed. That's awesome. Yeah. See, that's... That's what I'm talking about. And especially like, you know, last year, maybe you were with family and this year, maybe you're not with family. Mm-hmm. Either way, I like weed has just been such a positive in my life this year mm-hmm. and really helped me um, deal with me in the world. And to so to have a bunch of like wonderful deals out there yeah. for me to uh, treasure chest a large amount of cannabis uh-huh. for myself is, is I'm real thankful for that. I'm real thankful for that. I am too. I am too. I think that like, so last year, it's crazy to think that it was a year ago. Cause in so many ways it feels like not that long ago. And in other ways, this year is just so crazy. It's so crazy to look back that a year ago we were, uh, doing the gravy infused gravy shoot that we did with Kiva. Oh, that's right. Uh huh. And we also did that whole Thanksgiving video where like you put a pumpkin on your head and I hopped box to your pumpkin head. You stuck a knife in <laughs> my pumpkin while I was wearing it on my head. That was so dangerous. You put a knife an inch away from my eye. You trusted me to do it. You nailed it. Yeah. Of course. You weren't going to get anywhere near me. I it was just you. like the, the footage is amazing because yeah. you just like plunge a knife into my pumpkin head and it, it looks was... <laughs> awesome. We It was so crazy to like have that opportunity to bake all that stuff and do all that stuff and celebrate Thanksgiving. And this year it's like just a different situation. But for Green Wednesday, we are getting this late grade. Heck yeah, we are. amazing. So if you listen to that up where it started with me, uh, I think it was Budzilla was what I was smoking. It's a 
amazing hybrid. Um, I'm out of it now, but we got a bunch of other flavors of late grade because I trust a sown grown jam. So, so, sown grown, sun, sun grown, sun grown jam. So, fucking, yeah, late grade is sun grown craft cannabis. Uh, from Lake County, California, grown outdoors under the beautiful blue skies. And then it is hand-trimmed, rack-dried, and they've got proprietary strains. And they are, it's like kind of a small product line, which is really cool. I love that, you know, there's like three different types of flour to choose from. Do and, one thing well. Yep. And and excel. Do, Do one great. thing well and excel. That's exactly. That's late grade. Sativa, hybrid, indica, flour, and pre-rolls. And it's so delicious and tasty. The pre-rolls we got, I'm so psyched on too because they're the right size. Yep. And I I, I like their feel. I like their packaging. Yeah. Late grade, okay. All right. I see you. They're at late grade on Insta. Give them a follow. And if you're in California and you can um, get ease delivery, they're doing a Green Wednesday hookup. Yeah, so, go to our IG, go to their IG, yep. use Ease to Green Wednesday yourself. And they also work with Last Prisoner Project. So come on. Good stuff all around celebrating Green Wednesday with great craft cannabis to like get your appetite going. And honestly, I've been really enjoying, you know, despite my big fat eating the pavement fall down on our walk the other night, like getting high, going for a walk at night, working up that appetite and then getting home and like enjoying that ice cream so much more because I deserve it because <laughs> right, I do. got my 10,000 steps in or whatever. Fuck so yes. I'm excited to like smoke some of this lemon sour diesel and like go for a big freaking walk before I eat my um, Thanksgiving dinner with you. Very nice. Also, I love how Green Wednesday is not only the uh, weed answer to black friday mm-hmm. but just like every year black friday is bloodlust and chaos and so like i love picturing how the cannabis industry is like let's just chill and hook a bunch of people up with great products like lake grade and yeah. when you get there you get there yeah. uh there's enough for everybody everyone's <laughs> eyes are twinkling and their cheeks are tight because they're smiling so much and they're like i love weed and then black friday's like get the fuck out of my way i need the fucking tv ah max up my credit card oh crazy <sighs> well, i've gotten in nine fights and i'm nine and oh and everybody is like hey what up bees can i get uh an eighth of lake grade some pre-rolls super oh it'll be about an hour yeah word someone came to your house with that shit awesome (laughs) (laughs) didn't even have to leave every video of green wednesday is just people sitting at home on their new ps5 Uh there's not much footage that's going viral wait (laughs) is that the right game yeah animal crossing sweet (laughs) (laughs) just a bunch of people being chill having a good time eating some (laughs) snacks getting excited for thanksgiving yeah That's so funny. It's so crazy to think how many people are in prison for like nonviolent cannabis offenses. Mm -hmm. And then you just watch Black Friday happen and you're like, for real, for real. Oh, all those people should be in jail. What are you talking about? They're knocking over display, like end cap displays of TVs to get crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. Isn't it it nuts? Well, speaking of uh, changing policies so that people don't go to jail for cannabis, the governor of Virginia in our news story has just announced that he's going to introduce legislation to legalize cannabis in Virginia. Really? Yeah. Our Grublet Gazette story this week. That is our story. So the Virginia governor, whose name is Ralph Northam, Uh, said that the state will lead the way on marijuana legalization in the South, and he pledged to move forward with a cannabis measure in 2021 that he wants to serve as a model for the region. He's just ready. He's 
ready to introduce it and get it fucking going and get Virginia to, I mean, there's 15 states now. One in three Americans lives in a state with adult use legal cannabis now, following the legalization in the four states that joined the 11 and the District of Columbia with the election. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Governor Northam wants to be the 16th. Making it happen. And there's also 35... 35 or 36, I'm losing track now, states with medical cannabis. I mean, it's just the green tide has turned. Nice. Yeah. That's a great story. I have nothing to add to it because it's just like positivity in the world. Yeah. That's all I want. He's, I mean, his, his quotes are great. He says, uh, Virginia will be the first state in the South, but we tend to be leaders and that's what we're going to do and we're going to do it the right way. So shout out to Governor Northam and good luck with uh, getting that going as soon as possible because Absolutely. it's just, you know, crazy. Even though places like D.C., which is legalized cannabis, you know, they don't have a regulated market because um, it's this crazy situation where they still have this gray market because they legalized cannabis for adult use, possession, consumption, but there's no regulatory system where it can be sold. And so people are still getting fucking busted for it. And the racial disparity in those arrests is like, it's predominantly black and brown men, of course. Like in so many fucking states, they use cannabis to police all sorts of fucking bullshit. And um, it's just necessary to federally legalize as soon as possible or decriminalize so that we can get everyone out of jail and expunge all the records. And, you know, a way to start doing that is just let it go state by state until it's undeniable. As long as these uh, civil servants, what do you call them? The people who are in government, who are leaders, but they work for us. Yep, civil servants. Civil civil servants, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, as long as they're leading by example for Mm -hmm. things that are just and true, Mm -hmm. um, just and true dough, I have glimmers in my eyes for the hope of the future. I dig it. Yeah. That's our story. Nice story. Our girl look is up. What are you thankful for this holiday season, Mary Jane? Oh, wow. Or alt question, okay. since I'm putting you on the spot and didn't tell you I'd be asking you this. I got was going to get what all are earnest, your, yeah. um What are your Thanksgiving dishes that mm. you that make your mouth water and your um, tummy uh, tickle? I, okay, I'm going to answer both. Okay. I am uh, thankful for you, this podcast, Great Weed, all the amazing work that everyone is doing uh, around us as advocates for, you know, to free the plant and for access, safe and fair access for everyone to this fucking beneficial healing herb. And I'm grateful for my family, for my sister and for my friends and for um, my fur fam and to, you know, just like have the things that I need to live a, a kind of like quiet existence right now that I'm really feeling super fucking lucky to have, you know, like I'm waking up early every day for some reason. And uh, cause well, I'm not drinking alcohol right now. And that's also something that I'm grateful for is like to just take a break and kind of assess and be like, okay, what am I going to, what am I going to do next? So I'm grateful for that too, for that moment of like being able to, you know, come to a clearing in the, in the woods of my life mm-hmm. <laughs> and assess, you know, yeah, like I found a little bench in a clearing and I'm kind of taking a break and just figuring some stuff out. And so that's a very long answer, but I'm grateful for a lot right now. That's amazing to hear. Wow. Yeah. Lovely. Um, and I feel like I should just turn that right back around to you instead. And of- then do Thanksgiving dishes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, hold on. I'll stand up because okay. the first thing that I'm thankful for uh-huh. is, can you see it on my vision board? Uh, okay, you're going to have to shout out, oh, Grow Friendships. 
Wow. That's on your vision board. That was on my vision board this year was to grow friendships. Nice. And in a weird twist of fate, the pandemic helped me do that because mm-hmm. I couldn't focus on my career and I couldn't focus on the day-to-day stand-up comedy, grind, hustle, blah, 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 blah. So yeah. I had to just fucking FaceTime with people and be okay with that being my activities for the day. And in a weird way, there's a, a lot of my vision board that didn't happen or didn't get as far as I wanted it to because mostly this pandemic, but the actual emotional things on my vision board, the ones that I hear make your life better that mm. I haven't really had before, are um, those came to fruition and grew. And so that is one that I'm super thankful for is a deeper, more meaningful connection with people in my life. Wow. That's so dope. Yeah. That's awesome. I, this is the year to, yeah, not want more. It's to be grateful for what we all have, right? Like... Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, I, I think all of us want so much for ourselves and for the world and for everything to change and be better soon <laughs> because it's been hard for a while. For I think any eight of my friends on Twitter would be great in Biden's cabinet. Just like pick <laughs> eight friends of mine on Twitter who you'll listen to their suggestions and I think we'll get a lot figured out and yeah. solved. Like, I don't know what the deal is, but I... I'm like, all my, we all know the answers. Why? Everyone knows the answer to things being better. It's just to like, I'll be kinder and just stop screaming at each other about, you know, mind your business and be nice. Yep. Mind your business and be nice. Exactly. So I've lost my train of thought. I can't remember. I was just, oh, it's a year to not want things. It's to, to, instead of wanting things is to be grateful for what you have. Nice. And I think that that is something that I'm, uh, yeah, kind of meditating on daily as my cat eats his ass. What do you mean? Which is, so I've got this new morning meditation that I'm doing. I'm waking up, getting a cup of coffee, and then sitting for some amount of time before I start my day to just, you know, do a mindfulness meditation, guided meditation. Um, And uh, Bobo eats his ass while I do that. (laughs) And he sounds like Donald Duck when he does it. He sounds like this. While you're in Lotus Pose. Yeah. It goes for as long as I met, like basically as soon as the thing chimes for me to stop meditating, he's done and he goes to sleep. (laughs) It's sent to me by some. Someone in the spirit realm was like, "This is, this is gonna fuck with her. Let's see if she can do That's this." Funny. That's his morning. Yep. Could you? Would you do that if you could to yourself? I bet it feels. I wonder if they like how it feels. I bet it feels amazing <laughs> if you could lift your leg up and lick Literally. your own asshole. That's. It I'd feels be doing incredible. it. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. He eats from the inside of one thigh all the way through his groin, all the way to the inside of the other thigh, and then around basically from where his navel would be if he were human, uh-huh. to you know down past his taint. To his butthole. Yeah. yeah. Skip the dick. Let's yep. just get right just in there. He eats all of it. And it's <laughs> so loud. And it's while I'm listening to Tara Brock be like, and there's a smile in the sky and you can feel it in your brow. Now think of it in your chest. Now think of it in your belly. And Bobo's like. <laughs> it's amazing. And I'm grateful for it. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Oh, fuck. That's funny. Uh, so speaking of eating ass, uh, I would not eat my own ass, but I would eat uh, deviled eggs. 
That's for Thanksgiving. What a fun twist mm. on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That I love that. Right. Mm-hmm. Some like a uh, flight of deviled eggs. I was looking. At, there's a Jesus Christ, there's Mary a Jane. List of sixteen crazy deviled egg recipes on. I don't know, Thrill List or something, or Bon Appetit. And it was, like, there's one with, like, beet juice and smoked salmon. So they're, like, dark purple with, the, you know, the little dill. And then there's one that's, like, um, garam masala, curry Ooh. flavor, fucking delicious. And, you know, the traditional kind Could of you French do something style. with, like, the new Mountain Dew cookbook? No, what? <laughs> what? That would be fun. Like a Mountain Dew deviled egg? How no. delicious would that be? Like a splash in the yolk, and you mix that up for a... Uh, Mountain Dew deviled egg, code red that, egg. Did you see that Sprite pie on Twitter? I did see that Sprite pie. It's what just Sprite and sugar in a and for on like 350. Yeah. Crazy. And butter. Sprite, I, sugar, and <laughs> shaved butter. That's it. I don't understand. I don't understand any of these recipes. Like I guess I can understand like I don't like what's in the Mountain Dew cookbook? What do you make? What are these things? I think all of it is, it's like, what is a delicious stoner food sure. that we can infuse a little bit of PepsiCo like in, products like into? Like in place of sugar, like a glaze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, I think like, I've had like Coca-Cola baked chocolate cake. I've had stuff like that that's Right, or delicious. if you were making barbecue, mm. you know, you always add like root beer or mm-hmm. Coke or Dr. Pepper or something into the, um, the mix mox. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like there's Mountain Dew Mott sticks and uh, I think a Mountain Dew deviled egg sounds pretty fucking good with, okay. with Dorito dust on top. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you bring into Thanksgiving dinner? I mean, I talked about my leftover situation. Oh, can we address the leftovers? No, we're going to talk about that another time. Okay. I don't want to talk about my week old salad that I just found in the fridge. It wasn't a salad. It was a few bites of a salad, which I think is arguably far worse because why the fuck did you put that in your fridge? It wasn't like a, a whole thing that you forgot about. It was like instead of putting the dirty dish in your sink, you put it in the fridge. I I don't know if it's a dude thing. It's a me thing. I don't Tupperware anything. Mm-hmm. I just assume that the cold of the fridge will keep the item good. Right. So I never Tupperware. I just put it in loose and figure it'll work itself out. Sure. And it it, it I'm like oh for all of it. That it, was a super batch move. That was a that was like a single like maroon sheet having dude move. <laughs> <laughs> I remember on Worst Cooks on the first episode, um Ann Burrell or Bobby Flay goes the producer was talking in their ear and told him what my worst cook habit was and they go, "Mike, it says here you cook expired eggs <laughs> and i said if the expired egg is cooked it's no longer expired and bobby flay goes well, that's kind of a good point <laughs> i was like that's what i'm saying i know shit i know shit it yeah. works out in my head so i forgot about an old salad for mm-hmm. about a week loose in my fridge the only gross part to me besides how it looks and that the whole thing wilted and got disgusting is it was a steak salad Ugh. and so i've just forgot about the juices and the meat and everything about it um is curating as we speak yeah yeah that's like a culture that's a whole situation in there i mean you know that's how you know like certain medicines have been discovered is like 
molds. You think I'm the Pasteur you of might be, you leftovers? Might be, yes, you might be the Louis Pasteur of leftovers. You might have the COVID-19 vaccine that's 100% effective and can be available tomorrow yeah. in your fridge. Because <laughs> of your weird steak salad. <laughs> Everyone leave a loose salad in your fridge for a week and forget about it. And then eat it. And you'll be fine. And you'll be fine. You'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who did penicillin? Who created um, penicillin? No, God, I don't know. Okay, well, that's know. me too. I should know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm in, so whatever. Um. <laughs> it was a woman. It was probably a woman. And she, <laughs> history was not kind to her and uh, didn't give her the credit. And um, yeah, it was Marie Curie's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, Anne. And, yep. Anne Curie invented penicillin. Mer. What? Mercury. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is there any other Thanksgiving uh, uh, topics to dig into before we get to buds in our week and our VIB very important bud John Daly? Holy shit! I'm so excited about that fucking hang with John Daly. So I just would like to posit, put out there that since I am still acclimatizing, acclimating, whatever the word is, getting used to. American Thanksgiving. Clearly, I haven't been here long enough to, at this point, which I totally have, but to figure it out. Is there anything that I need to know about this great holiday that I should have as a new tradition for myself? Because I've only ever had Friendsgiving. Which is, I love. Which is totally amazing. And uh, since I've been in LA, I've always gone to my friend Natalie's house and she does this amazing dinner where she sets the table so beautifully she gets all excited and she sets it like she does like a preset where she like tests everything out and sets it so beautifully and she has a dinner for like 10 or 12 friends and then the next day she does a whole second dinner where she just cooks a vegetarian or vegan feast for everyone and everyone's invited back unreal it's super cool and this year it can't happen of course so i'm just wondering like there's something that i can do to start uh, a tradition for myself for this Thanksgiving. Like, do you have something that you I do? do? What is it? Well, what one beautiful thing about my family is a lot of tradition goes out the window mm. because the idea of doing tradition for tradition's sake is uh, it's just lazy and out of touch. And the idea that green bean casserole is good, mm. maybe, but really what you want is the onions on top of the green bean casserole. Crispy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like whatever you love, keep, but whatever you don't love, fucking ditch and yeah. so i was thinking of if i were to start my own tradition for thanksgiving yes. what i would really want is i would want everybody involved to actually make something they've always wanted to try to make oh. that they're excited by because the idea of making a 20 pound turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing and all of this traditional bullshit fanfare mm. but if somebody has always wanted to try to make tandoori chicken mm. fucking go to town this is your opportunity make it if somebody's always wanted to make shakshuka like yeah bring that shit like i want the tradition to be that you're excited to share something you've always wanted to make with other people and that's what i'd be thankful for you're inspiring me i want to try making a dutch baby what is that it's something that i've always wanted to make and i've never have and i've had friends make them for me my sister makes an amazing dutch baby there are these like crepes basically but they puff up you put them in the oven with a ton of butter and when they come out they're like a souffle when you pop them in the oven, they just like billow up and they're all pillowy and delicious. And then when they come out, they're all buttery and you just like put powdered sugar and lemon on them and you eat them, you know, super fast. And I don't even think it's that hard, but it's, it's intimidating to me like a pie crust is. 
Like it should be. That's super what I want. You should basic. be intimidated and excited, uh-huh. and we're all in this together. Yep. Fuck yes. Okay. I love that. Idea. I'm gonna try making a Dutch baby. Please. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't need to keep going on all it. Right. I just like tradition makes me angry most of the time. Okay. And <laughs> and so the idea of doing something that like serves your growth and you get to like celebrate mm. the highs and lows of those dishes with other people that you care about that's fucking much better i love that cool Thanks. all right New which speaking tradition. of we should get to our butt of the week if i can go first oh yeah because yes um the one tradition that i think is worth keeping is pumpkin pie mm-hmm. so my butt of the week this week is she's been on the show she's a bud greer glassman her Instagram is at baby underscore savory, baby savory. She's an amazing cook. Her Instagram is pictures of her with her big pink truck and her beautiful clothes and her beautiful face and her beautiful food. And she is in Thrillist. Congratulations, Greer. And her article is called Weekend Project Homemade Pumpkin Pie. And the article is very fun. The recipe is super fucking easy. I just, I, I love a... Oh my God! What? Brandy Chantilly? Oh no! You're going down a, for the heavy cream. You're going down a rabbit hole. Oh fuck! You're going down a pumpkin pie rabbit hole. <laughs> Come back! Whoa. Whoa. Oh no! I'm going down a pumpkin pie rabbit hole. Oh. Okay, you back? Yeah. <sighs> wow. <laughs> so congrats, uh, Greer. Follow at Baby Savory and go to Thrillist and check out her pumpkin pie story article and recipe it's fucking mm. oh mary jane help grab my hand okay my butt of the week this week is armando our friend armando torres has started a clothing brand called mad local based in la it's a great follow on insta it's at mad local la and the idea uh, behind mad local is that every bit of clothing is made locally and they are dyeing it manufacturing it printing it everything in LA and they're paying workers a fair wage and then 10% of their profits are donated to a different LA-based charity organization um, aimed at supporting and growing uh, the community and it's just like beautiful pieces fucking get on there shop their winter collection is out right now shop shop all small businesses and people following their dreams instead of Amazon if you can for the holidays yeah it's the best way to just you know like learn about cool new things that you would never learn about from any dumb major big stupid corporation like check out what artists in your local area are making and um, buy from them so if you're in LA and even if you're not you can go online it's uh, madlocal.org and at madlocalla on insta very nice. Mm-hmm. You want to get to our VIB, our very important bud? Very important bud. John Daly. John Daly. John came on because he has a new album dropping this week. And Speaking of supporting local, yep. whoa, what a week because it's like Green Wednesday mm-hmm. and then Record Store Day, day is mm-hmm. Friday, Yep. which is when he's dropping his album. Yep. This is a good week to support. Yeah, it's a great week to support and get some stocking stuffers. We talk about stuffing his seven-inch single into <laughs> into a stocking. <laughs> we had a great time. We didn't talk about Thanksgiving, but we did talk about everything else, and it was just like a super fun hang. Check out in the show notes his album, mm-hmm. and also at the end of this episode, we are going to be playing the Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Yes. So stick around to the end to jam out with uh, John Daly's hit parody of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So fun. Um, Yeah. I'm grateful for you, Mike. I'm grateful for you, Mary Jane. Well, without further ado, here's our VIB this week. John Daly. 
Yeah, it seems like you, you got really far away from um, references in, in your latest drop. You're not near anything with this latest album. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no references involved. Um, no, it's, it's, right. it's, it's a referential, it's referential album, um, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, it is called Abracadabra California. And it's an <laughs> album I'm putting out on Northern Spy Records. Yeah, I just got my vinyl in the mail. Very, very excited. It's a seven-inch little fun stocking stuffer keepsake. With uh, one side is my is Abracadabra California, my hit Red Hot Chili Peppers song that I wrote um, and fooled the world, of course, in 2014. That's how old it is. It, it, um, it blew up. Before we get to the B side, can we talk about that? track because yeah. it fooled me it fooled all my friends we your all fr- shared really? it really oh wow that was unreal this is special man. then i didn't know i've never that's so funny wow so you thought it was real yeah because i loved the chili peppers just like smoking in the backyard with pals and just like baba, and seeing them live with his weird wonderful you know rap style and then right. you you fooled us all and we loved that track so it was really wild to find out that just the backstory to it. Right. Well, I found out I had come up with sort of this Red Hot Chili Peppers hook, this Bingabong Burbank thing. Bingabong <laughs> Burbank, Gugugugug Glendale. And uh, like thought it would be funny to do a Chili Pepper song about very local things and <laughs> in Los Angeles since they do kind of like this broader California thing. Why not get a little bit more specific and localize it and um, say California a lot? Um, so <laughs> I found out they were playing the Super Bowl and me and my friend Cyrus, who I made this all my music, who I make all my music with and, uh, got together and made this chili peppers song and released it the Wednesday before the Super Bowl that the, the chili peppers were playing. Okay. So I made a website that's still up called RHCP2014.com. That's like a fake out website sponsored by our iHeartRadio and Pep- <laughs> Pepsi and all this stuff, you know? Um, and it's like a fake Chili Peppers download. And so a lot of people down, got the download and were like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did this. They did a song called Abracadabra California. And <laughs> it is just it's just how can they California this much? They California enough and multiple, um, you know, sites reported on it. Most notably Yahoo Music wrote a scathing review of it. And took it down promptly, but not before I could screenshot it. But they nice. were just like, how can the Peppers justify this? Abracadabra, California <laughs> is a travesty. A retread of a retread, a parody of a parody. Like, they were just so, like, like gleefully crapping on it that it was, it was great to just uh, punk certain people. Anyway, that is the, uh, that's the track that's on the front. And we uh, we did a remaster on these, so they sound amazing on sound systems and in cars. Bump it; it's a great stocking stuffer on the back. On the back, <laughs> <laughs> I become this like crazy radio salesman. Hey, check it out! Um, but on the back is my. I did another kind of prank thing with a Lil Xan, the rapper who I love. You know, I'm a I'm a fan of, and the, the Peppers too. I'm a huge fan of. But uh, I did a mumble. But you're a Zan stan, huh? I'm a Zan stan, but Lil Zan did diss me on Twitter, um, and uh, I uh, wrote a diss song of him and released it on the same day as his album, and that kind of like uh, people like that. And it got, I gotta <laughs> say, it got better reviews than his his album did. It's called Boom. It's, it's called I'm Your Dad, and it's a song about how I'm his dad. <laughs> 
And can you, can, <laughs> we were just listening to it. Can you give us some sample lyrics? It's like. From I'm Your Dad? It's like, eat your veggies. Wait, I, I don't even know my own song. Jeez. Um, but I, at one point, I'm like, um, think you're bad. I'm your dad. Take off my belt. Make you sad. Make you sad. Make you bad. Build a snowman with Josh Gad. So. <laughs> A little Josh Gad, little shout out to Josh Gad. Now I'm going to give a official shout out, second shout out to Josh Gad right now. What's up, Josh? <laughs> hey, Josh, love your work. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, what What has surprised you the most about these fake out psych outs? Like, who's come for you? Who's come for you from the side that you weren't waiting for? Like, obviously, I'm sure Lil Xan and the Red Hot Chili Peppers had stuff to say about this, but nobody had anything. Was to there say. a surprising? No, no. no. <laughs> and if they did, they kept it to themselves. You know, they're not. They're not there to. Uh, I get it. You know, I'm, they're not there to kind of like help blow it up. But they're they're you know they're these are parody songs. It's kind of it's it's a novelty song. It's a it's like I want a hippopotamus for Christmas 2020. You know, this is this it's is amazing reference. What a reference, Dominic the dis, This is Dominic the Donkey 2020. Okay, this is uh, funny songs that and the packaging is unbelievable. And you'll get a little uh, insert card, and I've designed my own Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, symbol, which is the the wheel that they have, but it has nine spires going around it. So when it's nine, you know that I can't be sued by <laughs> Columbia Records Ooh. or whatever. I, I I just I was just reading about uh, they took down a large amount of the Philly mob. Did you guys read about this? I can't stop thinking. It's they just popped no. like 15 members of the Philly mob today and the affidavit came out and I read the entire thing. The indictment rather came out and I read the entire indictment and it's guys with names like Tony Meatballs. Yes. It's Tony Meatballs. <laughs> there's a guy named Joey Electric and there's a guy named like Bobby Sheep. Like just Sheep. <laughs> like and that like you're a mobster named Sheep. It's just so funny. Like, there's nothing yeah. cool about being We've done Sheep. Yeah. We've done the bit on here before, but it's still one of my favorites. And it's the uh, mobster who's not good at giving out nicknames to the rest of his group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Tony. Flat feet. Flat feet. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy Cardboard Boxes, right? <laughs> Terrible name. Yeah. <laughs> Sal, good parking guy. Yeah. Job. <laughs> really nice credit, he's, Danny. He's good at the five point turn. <laughs> wait, is it three point? Oh, wait. Anyway. Bad at nicknames. Yep. It works out either I way. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes it's 18 um, points, depending on how I'm. My days going, go, boy. <laughs> Who was your. your your guy from this summer where it was like, sit on it. The guy. Oh, I, uh, I was putting out a video for my, my song Fatty Daddy that's coming out uh, yes. next year on my long on, on my LP, my long play record, um, which will come out next fall, I believe. Um, that's a song called Fatty Daddy. And to put it out, I started doing this Instagram character based on Jerry Falwell Jr., who is a, you know, Jerry Falwell's son, the famous pastor was caught in this three amazing, by the way, three-way cuckold relationship with this pool boy. Um, mm. And it was like, and they caught, they have an amazing FaceTime that you can listen to where they're FaceTiming with the pool boy. 
and Jerry Falwell Jr. is going like, I mean, <laughs> you're starting to make her feel lonely, man. Like, why don't you like, uh, you know, you to spend more time with her. If you guys are going to date, you know, and I'm cool with it, by the way. I'm cool with you guys seeing each other away from me. <laughs> you know, it's so wow. weird. And, um, and so I did this guy. The spin on it, bitch guy. Just this fucking. I bought a Tommy Bahama shirt. I went to the Tommy Bahamas store in Pasadena and got this. It was on sale for like 40 bucks, but the original sticker price on this fucking shirt was like $165. And Fuck. as I bought it, the dude at the Tommy Bahama store goes yeah yeah that's uh, i was like wow this is a big markdown and he was like yeah yeah it was 168 or whatever and i was like yeah he was like yeah there's a lot of work on it there's a lot of work and he, he meant embroidery like embroidery there's tons of embroidery a parrot there's a parrot drinking a margarita on the shirt anyway <laughs> so the minute i found out that putting out fatty daddy coincided with the moment in my life where i knew that i could get a full ponytail going and mm -hmm. um, so with the help of like a bunch of wax that I put in my hair, you know, because, uh, yeah. So I put a bunch of like pomade in my hair, get this tiny little ponytail and I just look like a different human being. So I kind of did this Jerry Falwell thing with a couple friends where I had a pool boy and um, my friend Sangeeta was a pool boy. And my friend Gina Marie uh, was my my hot wife basically mm -hmm. yeah so it was a it was a uh, it was it was a cuckold situation but like a very, highly but like a super masculine cuckold like yeah man yeah. of course i do this shit yeah like beers bruise cuckold <laughs> and the bros and yeah. my boat and fucking cuckold sex and oh <laughs> uh, god sit on it and spin it. sit on sit it sit on it <laughs> <laughs> highly entertaining when you're coming up with like the chili pepper song and coinciding it with the super bowl or um lil xan like all of these are you making them and then trying to figure out how to incorporate what's actually happening out in the world or do these things just line up and when you get inspired you just start making it and figure everything will work itself out um well with those two songs they just coincide like i i made them for the purpose kind of like or at least with the chili pepper song i i finished it for the purpose of putting it out in that way and then with the lil xan song it was just like because he fucked with me online and i was just like <laughs> well i fuck with you by doing a diss song and all that stuff and i thought that would be funny too and you know put it out there it's on youtube i'm your dad check it out get the vinyl um but um yeah sorry keep well, we're gonna drop what some tracks problem? at the end of this too this is my problem yeah um, but uh, what was the question again? It wasn't good. I sidetracked myself it. by us. So, <laughs> oh, but, you know, all my new stuff is it's funny, but it's also sincere. It's uh, and it's like a surreal kind of like uh, it's not based on it's based on like some there's some like high concept songs and one ska song that I love so much. And um, it's called Bring Back Ska. It's about bringing back ska. But but <laughs> and that's definitely like you know, a genre parody at least. Uh, but mainly it's just kind of like weird, weird songs I wrote, basically. What led to Abracadabra, LaFornia getting, making its way to vinyl? Like, how, how is that even um, a well, I, thing? Over Quar, I, I 
signed a record deal. Me and Cyrus signed with Northern Spy Records, who have been really cool. And they, uh, you know, to make to make the uh, the record record, which is coming out next year. And then I was like, oh, I had this idea. Um, and by the way, I have to thank Tom Sharpling for the um, for shouting me out on his show, and basically getting me the record deal. Um, and uh, and I had this idea. And shout out to Jake Fogelness too. Um, oh, nice for helping me out with that stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So these I have these two parody songs, and I was like, what if that was a seven inch? And Northern Spy was like, cool. Like we'll submit you to record store day. And if you get into record store day, we'll make the seven inch and get it out. And so, um, so that happened. I got into record store day, which is black Friday, the day after, um, Thanksgiving, it's record store day, black Friday. And it is, um, yeah, that's it. It's It's, coming out. I didn't know anything about record store day. So basically you have to either go to a record store and pick up a physical copy of it yourself or buy it from a local store online. But it's sort of, circumvents the entire big streaming corporate. Amazon corporate bullshit platforms it's, it's, entirely it's, it, like to encourage people to go to record stores. Yes. Yeah. So it like mm-hmm. gives you the kind of this distribution and then gives you um, you're on this list or whatever. I think there are three record store days a year and it's to kind of like get people buying locally and um, um, thinking globally. And if they don't think globally, then they should get even more local until the global starts showing up. A little bit more. <laughs> well said. And would you say it's a good stocking stuffer? Possibly, um, or it's a stocking like stuffer. It's under the tree. It's something you could hide behind your back with a bundle of flowers. It's a small. Uh-huh. It's seven inch. It's a seven inch record. Again, a nine pronged chili pepper symbol. That's the daily special. And <laughs> it is a stocking stuffer. I can't. I. You know. I've- I People feel say like I, seven inches is wide for a stocking stuffer. That's kind of a wide well, one. Well, it depends on the size of your stocking. If you got a big yep. stocking, I mean, yeah, maybe your parents are cheap and they got you just a sock and it's just a sweat gotta- sock. Then then you couldn't fit a seven inch thing in there. No way. <laughs> but you need an eight inch sock to put a seven inch record in it. Eight inch sock, seven inch record, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's still going to be stretching the sides. and But, you know, measure your socks. That might be fun. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Okay, stuff that big fat sock. <laughs> stuff that sock, baby. Please, please stuff it. Um, I, I, I know, I know it might not be on this um terrific seven inch stocking stuffer, but if we don't talk about the snowman song, oh yeah, well, then we're making a big fucking mistake. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, we got to talk about that snowman. So, yeah, the snowman is a song. I uh, it's a monster mash. Technically, it's in the genre of monster mash, um, which is a Halloween genre. But the snowman is about a snowman, so it transcends Halloween and goes all the way to Christmas. Um, the snowman <laughs> is a movie that came out in 2017. Um, it it stars Michael Fassbender and like has Val Kilmer in it weirdly, and it's a weird, extremely badly uh, put together. It's one of those movies that I've read articles about and just been like, oh, my God, like what couldn't what didn't go wrong? Like it's like nobody's fault that it's bad in a certain way, but it's like it's like uh, very bad. And like Island of Dr. Moreau documentary style disaster. Yeah, but a worse movie, I would say. Yeah, (laughs) it's also true. A much much worse movie, like at least Marlon Brando's totally insane in that movie and you get to just be like what the f- 
fuck? <laughs> what are you doing, uh-huh. dude? <laughs> like, um, but uh, but it's it's like kind of that yeah it's that sort of thing. So I wrote this kind of account uh, of the snowman from the perspective of a snowman that is a spooky snowman that's like a ghost, basically. Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> but check it out. It's um, it's. It's uh, one of the most universal things I've ever. <laughs> it's a huge. It's just a hugely appealing thing. Kids love it. <laughs> I gave you all the clues. I gave you all the clues. It's really a song about that poster, the poster for the movie, Mister Police. I gave you all the clues. You could have saved her. And those. Became, <laughs> those became Dude, I gotta say though, man, I saw that trailer in the theaters. Yeah. And it looked great based on that trailer it's like dark garages and spooky music and murder oh i saw what it looked what amazing. a cast how yeah. the cast i saw it in the theater and was like excited i was like this is going to be kind of fun and then it was just like oh no what did they do and there's this kind of like like no country for old men type weapon in it and it seems like like that weird weapon from no country for old men where it's compressed air it's a compressed air cattle prod cattle killer thing. And this this is this thing that I you put it around someone's neck and press a trigger and it cuts their head off of the wire. Like it oh, put a no. wire around their neck and it's just so like but you have to get the wire around their neck. Like it's not that good of a kill of a thing. <laughs> it's like really tough. Like just shoot a gun because it's noisy too. It's not like anyway. Um, a lot of yeah. dumb things about the movie. I cover them all in my song, The Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be doing a concert either as a live stream or at an outdoor place? Or like, has it crossed your mind at all to, because you're just one of my favorite performers live. And Thank these you. videos are so good. And each of them are so different. But to see you rock this shit live would be a dream come true well hopefully i mean the plan for this year was to like go on a couple tours and mm-hmm. um obviously that didn't happen so yeah i mean i i'm definitely going to do like a live stream show on twitch and instagram i don't uh yeah i don't have any plans to perform live anywhere but i would i was going to do this drive-in movie show but mm-hmm. um yeah we'll see we'll see what happens but i'll blast it out there and then i'll hopefully be able to go on tour next year. Are you on Twitch regularly? I just am learning about that platform. I don't know I, anything about well, it, but it seems neat. Cyrus, uh, who I make music with, works for Twitch. So he kind of awesome. was like, be on Twitch, and I'm on Twitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. That's great. I may, maybe like I'll old... play some video games on it. I don't know. Great. I don't know how any of it. Like, I'm, I like Bubble Bobble. I don't know anything about you Yeah, know, I'm that's... like Atari Games Arcade era pinball shit. So I don't. I love pinball generally mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. have you been to the pinball uh hall of fame in vegas what in vegas what vegas has the pinball hall of fame and it's great you can just go in and there's every era of pinball from <gasps> the early you know uh 20th century to now and they have all those crazy 90s games like terminator 2 and like when they started doing like just insane shit with pinball just pulling out the stops and they've got like all these games and it's uh it's a paradise for pinball heads Ugh, that sounds like a dream i love i mean one of my the best things to go to you know when you get a lot of pinball machines and they have those super old ones with those like 
the really slow old ones with, you know, it's just like the two flippers and maybe like one hole way up top and the whole thing takes 10 minutes to get, you know, anywhere. You get a bunch of splinters. You leave with like some (laughs) metal splinters. Ow! (laughs) Your high score is seven because... (laughs) Exactly. I get to put my name in. (laughs) Seven! Yeah! Oh man, I love pinball. That's exciting. I hope that is still open when everything opens back up because I would go. Would you go with me? I'll go, of course. Yeah. There's no question about it. Once... I mean, I've been going to Vegas every weekend, honestly. Yeah, I can't stay really? away from the tables. <laughs> can't stay away from the tables, man. Shake, shake, throw. That's my dice game. I, I, mm-hmm. I love the rolling the... Blow, some, uh, blow on them before you throw them, right? I love rolling those bones. I have all the uh, people at the table, <laughs> surrounding the table, blow on them. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I think we've discovered the uh, epicenter of the coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> Please sneeze on my dice. <laughs> That'd be a great song. It would be like a great country western. Sneeze on my dice. Yeah. <laughs> sneeze on my dice. Let's write it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> oh, shit. Man. So your album, Abracadabra Lafornia. Yes. With the B-side, I'm Your Dad, mm-hmm. is out this Friday. Yeah. This Friday. On Black Friday. Okay. Yeah. Record sto- in record stores, check your local record stores. That's what I say. And check the uh, record store list and go to my Instagram, and it is in my bio. Nice. Limited pressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And um, how are you guys doing? Pen15? Any oh. Pen15 watching in your life? Best show. I mean, a piece of art. Really great, mm-hmm. really great show. Um, that's amazing. Season two is amazing. And I uh, got into the show 90 Day Fiance. And that show, I didn't realize, is the most real reality show that I've ever seen. Have you ever seen Meaning? that? 90 Day? No. Okay. Mm-mm. It's like, a, it's, it's a show that's based on the fact that there's a 90 Day visa that you can get where your foreign girlfriend or boyfriend can come into this country. And in 90 days, they have to decide if they're going to marry you. And if they don't marry you, they have to go back to their country. So it's that it's spending 90 days with all these different couples. And the shit is sad as it's like sad, but it's so <laughs> yeah, like, deeply funny that it keeps me watching. It's so good. And there's such freaky weirdos in it. It's essentially mail order bride, the show or mail order husband too. Um, but yeah, that's a really good show. And like is the, is the, is it a competition where the grand prize is freedom Kind of, yeah. <laughs> the grand oh prize is, is is a passport, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You're just wow. And like all of them have like there are, all of them have you know motivation to get out of their countries for whichever reason, but some of them are genuinely in love, you know. So there's like it's kind of parsing that. Like some of them are just blatantly. Some of them are like we're going to be a famous Instagram couple and we're going to be on this TV, on on this TV show. And some of them are like. Great. Like I need to get out of my country, <laughs> like the <laughs> oh, awful no. poverty of it, and you're just like, you'll do, you know, this like super insecure dude will do or whatever. And anyway, it's that kind of thing. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, take up all the time talking about all my favorite shows, but it sounds like a brace, a bracing dash of horrible reality. <laughs> you could say that. In- yeah, it's like getting into a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Just but fun. Raw reality. Yeah. This is the best podcast I've done recently. This is great because you guys are nice, and I feel, you know, I I, I feel good. I feel like I'm good. hanging out. I feel like it's like the feeling of hanging out doesn't happen anymore. So mm. it's good. So I'm. I mean. I apologize. It should be more formal. That just made me think of this podcast. Do you listen to This Is Actually Happening? No, but I will. What is it? It's it's a great podcast where it's just a first-person narrative of a fucked-up thing that happened to them or a story of how they arrived where they are in their life or whatever it is. And it could you know be anything, but I just listened to one the other day about a girl who grew up in this super rigid Christian community and then discovered that the thing that liberated her to finally feel like totally herself was hardcore kink. And one of the things that she did when she found her partner, her lover, that was like the most beautiful thing for her was to spit into a jar and mail him a jar of her spit. And that was this like intimate, hot exchange. So Wait, so that rule, <laughs> that's so specific. I did not see that coming. I thought it was going to be, I, th- I definitely thought it was going to be a bullwhip type thing, but spit in a jar Yep. Like in order in a in a weight losing thing or it's just like random like here's a jar of spit like yeah like a disgusting there's something about that like kink of her bodily fluids exciting her to share it with someone in that way where it's like here's a disgusting part of me and the fact that you embrace it and see it and cherish it is the hottest most erotic intimate thing in the well, world what I would tell her is that there's more disgusting stuff in your body than saliva. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, she goes there. She goes oh, there. Oh, so she's mailing shit. Yeah. So you didn't no, start, no. It's, so you're just, you gotta you listen. were burying the lead. <laughs> you were burying the lead here. Tell me. I did bury the lead. You start with the brown town. She's taking no. shits and fucking capsules and send them. He cherishes this poop. He's licking it out of her butt. That's where it goes. You got to listen. It's so intense. <laughs> oh my God. That's, hey, look. Look, what's it called again? What's it called? <laughs> this the podcast is called This Is Actually Happening. Oh, cool. Um, she tells a story on I Eat Poop cast. <laughs> There's the uh, It's so intense. Yeah, that's her that's her one story. It's like get another story, but it's pretty into, you know, it is affecting, so. Mhm. <laughs> I Eat Poop cast. Check it out. It's on uh, <laughs> Earwolf for Headgum or <laughs> um. Exactly right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um. I'm sorry, but the idea of burying the lead is killing me right yeah, now. Yeah, she spent. <sighs> she sent her spit. Well, what else did she send? Blood, <laughs> blood, piss. I, yep. Yeah. All of it. Earwax. That's you that's know. some Van Gogh shit. Like he sent toe cheese. Oh, it's gross. Toe cheese. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Ooh, why? Why did that hit me harder than poop? <laughs> Because it's worse. It is worse. I'd rather get the honest smell of a big turd than some mm-hmm. evil ass toe jam where you're like, oh, like toe jam. <laughs> you're right. It is worse. Wow. That's fucked up. Yeah. The only thing that yeah. I can think of that's worse is when you have a piercing and stuff gets trapped in there. That's that's the worst. Oh, you mean mm. like pus? Mm. Yeah. Pus. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I had a uh, when I was in high school. Um, an ingrown hair in my back. Oh God! And my high school girlfriend 
was like, what is this? And it was under the skin. It was a big, it was basically like Dr. Pimple Popper, Popper's dream. But I barely knew it was there. I was just like, there's a sore thing in my back. And my girlfriend was like, oh my God. And she put her knuckles together and popped this thing. And she <gasps> took what was coming out of it and showed it to me and I smelled it and I was like, oh my God, my body produced that. It blew my mind so hard. And then she pulled the hair out, the ingrown hair, and it was white. And it was it was like 14 inches long. And she was like, this is just what I pulled out of you. I was like, oh my God, bodies are horrifying. The thing that bodies have to do to clean themselves is rough. Are you sure it wasn't like a spinal nerve? That sounds crazy. <laughs> no, it was definitely a, a hair because she pulled it out and I felt it come out. Um, wow. Yeah, pretty gross. Now that we're grossing, there should be, I bet there's a podcast that's just gross out, gross out cringe stuff. And well, maybe we're doing it. Let's do it. This is our podcast. Yeah. Gotta be. This is Let's it. Let's do it. That's the worst TikToks are the ones I, I flip them right away. I can't do the pimple pops. I can't do the lice. I can't do any of the like body horror, hot body oh. horror, man. I, that algorithm, you can't trust it. Yeah. I'm I gotta so scroll into right it. By. Shut it down. You, are you like that? Yep. No, I love it. All of that stuff. Tick, Fascinating. TikTok keeps, keeps oh. trying to sell me on. It's like the Burt Burt gun. It's like a big machine gun. What? That is like an anti-aircraft <laughs> machine gun. And I swear to God, every other TikTok, I'm like, I don't watch these videos but it keeps going like hey here's another a10 video check out this machine gun i'm like i'm not <laughs> watching it it's weird wow it's weird what it, it makes weird. you think thinks you like or whatever yeah are you wait are you on radicalized tiktok are you on normal TikTok? i'm on yeah no this is dark web black pilled <laughs> tiktok cool <laughs> rage talk rage talk fully yeah great Incel talk <laughs> <laughs> man that's so fucked up terrifying hey um well we're coming up on an hour mm -hmm. here perfect and we usually do podcasts for about an hour mm -hmm. do we want to wrap up you got any more gross things to talk about i was trying to think of a gross thing yeah um gross uh well it's weed and grub have you ever have you ever made a grub or weed that weed's not gross i would say um but uh What's the grossest thing you've eaten because you're lazy over quar? Ooh, good question, John. Because question. you're like, I just can't fuck. You know what? I'm doing, putting the tuna on the fucking beef bourguignon <laughs> and we're going to or whatever. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, I got one recently. What that, is I, that was real sad. Right. It was a sad bowl. Okay. Um, it was, I had a little bit of ranch dressing left over, a little bit of hummus left over, and a little bit of pita chip left over, mm -hmm. and I just like dumped them all in a bowl and mixed it up and ate it almost like a, like a New England clam chowder with cracker situation, but not even close. Wow. I did a, I did, I had a <laughs> Gross. Um, scoff, which is um, Lebanese food in Glendale, so I go there a lot and get this, uh, these kebabs and it's very delicious stuff but i i left a, a kebab a chicken kebab in my fridge for like i think five days and i was like i i remember going like it's been three days and but i was like why am i kind of trying to trick myself this has been in here since <laughs> monday it's saturday it's five days and then i was just like i'm gonna eat it and i put it on dave's i like cut up and buttered some dave's bread 
and then just ate this thing at like 10 p.m. and then passed out. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that gross, but if you saw the chicken, you'd be like, ah, it's so dry. Like, oh. But that's moves like that are crazy too because your body knows it needs to hibernate to handle this. So yeah. it just like shuts it down after something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, why did you do this? Yeah. Talk <laughs> speaking of white blood cells, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I've made some I made something that I thought was gonna be delicious that had all of the elements that should have been great. Like there was shrimp and there was like I don't know, maybe some curry and I think maybe I put some cauliflower in there and some Brussels sprouts and it just fucking tasted like a gym shoe. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was <laughs> so disappointing. Well, Brussels sprouts do taste like gym shoes. They do. They taste like way. farty gym shoes. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. So that was my mistake. Yeah. Well the, it was gross. All right. Well, congratulations to all three of us. <laughs> Great We've job. Really yeah. Great job, everyone. Yeah. Virtuous. All of us. Virtuous. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Dude. So excited. So fucking dope. To have you on. And for your hot drop uh, that I will be stuffing into an eight inch stocking. Hell yeah. This Christmas day. Everybody stuff my drop. Um, yeah. <laughs> Abracadabra, California. Check it out. Uh, my first record. Yeah. Thanks so much for, for stuffing your stockings. Sweet. Yeah, man. Um, and we're going to just like, let's say our thing right now, because then we can go right into the song. Oh, yeah. Because we're oh, going to drop a song right Thank after this. You. Yeah. So um, everybody go get that. Follow John on Instagram. At and John he, Daily Graham. Yep. That's right. And then follow us at Weed and Grub on Instagram. Hit us up, WG at Weed and Grub. Also, give us five stars on iTunes and leave a review because it helps so much. Get in that algorithm that. so that more people find us. Yes. Thank you. Totally. <laughs> All right, well, without further ado, get that album, and here is a song from it. Burning down the 405, man, I barely feel alive. Taking the exit for the 10, she told me she was my friend. From here to Alabama, I'm playing a band called the Alabama Jammers. I'm standing by a llama, take a picture with the camera. I hope we don't get tricked by the Alabama scammer. Bing a bong a bong a bong Burbank, giga 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 Glendale. Bing a bong a bong a bong Burbank, giga giga giga. I blew to that California. Beverly Hills adjacent is the neighborhood where I raise my kids. Aeroplane to LAX, then I met up with ladies there. I drink out the Bimmer's level with your sexy ass grandma. The hope turned green when the rains get gamma. I'm in trouble with your grandma. Cause I ate up all the yammer If you wanna get Frasier, you gotta get Grimmer Bing-a-bong-a-bong-a-bong Burbank Gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-glander Bing-a-bong-a-bong-a-bong Burbank Gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a-gig-a
bird with a big stick And then proceeded to be stuck in my dick She jammed my butt with a big stick And then proceeded to be stuck in my dick Tell me love was a peppermint 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 Bing a bong a bong a bong bear bang Giga 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 glander Bing a bong a bong a bong bear bang 